You are listening to It Could Be Worse on the Titan Cast Network. Hello, everybody. We're here. It's your boys from It Could Be Worse, the podcast. Uh, yeah, it's Nikki B, along with a man with many names. And this week, his name is? Timmy. Timmy. Timmy Turner. From... No, like Timmy. Ah, ah. Yeah, come on, oh. bro. Oh, I like get it. Get with it. Get with it. And that, and that female voice you hear is just me talking in a really high pitch. <laughs> Uh, no, we got we have a, a a special guest at this point, basically honorary co-host of It Could Be Worse. Uh, we have Lauren from Two Drunk Moms. Hi. Say hello. Hello, hello. Hello. How's it going, Lauren? It's just dandy. It's just dandy. Yeah. Mm. But uh, yeah, Lauren, do you want to take a stab? Since, like I said, you're basically honorary, uh, you know, co-host. <laughs> do you want to take a stab at telling these lovely listeners what this show is? Uh, I nope, mean, she doesn't care. if you really want some quality <laughs> podcasting, you should check out Two Drunk Moms. <laughs> Boom! <laughs> already, already. She's already just stealing away our listeners. No, I'm totally kidding. Um, no, we're just going to listen to some really shitty stories and tell you about how it could be worse. That's that's the gist of it. That's the yeah. crux of the short. But yeah, um, we're going to keep a nice kind of brief episode this week. Um, we're going to have some fun. Um Myself, Timmy, and Lauren, we're gonna we're gonna have a good time here. Uh-huh. So we're gonna jump right in to these fantastic emails. And to start off, who would like to take the naming rights on this one? Who what do we need? Male, we need female. A male's name. Ooh. I wanna say Brad, but I already told Brad to go fuck himself. So uh <laughs> It is true, yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, Joseph. Joseph writes, I, uh, let's see. Okay. Last week, my girlfriend left me. She said she no longer loved me and I'm still very deeply in love with her. First off, when I read this email to begin with, I totally thought this was the same guy as last week who tried to overpower people and was really weird. But anyways, continuing, um, we've been dating for two and a half years, living together for one year. She was my best friend, my only real best friend. I guess. We got a cat together, decorated for Halloween together, got Christmas decorations together. We recently went to a wedding together, and I've been looking at rings a lot recently. And now, nothing. I went to my other best friend, who I've known for four years. I wanted to vent her, but she told me she'd be blocking me on all social media and text because her boyfriend told her to, just because we had a small fling three years ago that lasted for all of two days, and we're not even in the same state. I've never felt so alone in my life. I don't want to go on without the only person that brought joy to my day. My depression is back, and it's in full force. How could this be worse? Like, when I first read this, I, like, was wanted a joke and just be like well it sounds like all you did together was decorate but (laughs) (laughs) i know right but then i kind of felt bad at the end um yeah i mean no you don't put your happiness on somebody else like it sounds like he's just upset because and i mean it could have been way more serious but i i mean this is liberating like be alone for a little bit. Get to know yourself. Like, this doesn't have to be, like, a bad thing. Yeah. Agreed. Timmy, 
I mean, she pretty much stole everything I was going to say. Kind of upset right now. <laughs> oh, you tore on the same page for once. Like, Holy like, shit. Like, like, really upset. I was like, really? She's going to steal everything I'm going to say? Oh, you know what? But she didn't say, she didn't say, if you're really that lonely, go get a dog. Well, that's true. Well, there's that. Yeah. yeah. Well, the Not a cat. must still be in a retrograde because this never happens. Right. <laughs> yeah, because cats, okay, we've established that we're, we're, dog podcast i think right Are yeah. we, can we agree on that yes okay i i just feel like a dog is gonna you know be your friend where a cat's just gonna be like meh man well, and the, the thing is this guy knows that the like he's depressed and his depression is back so maybe this is the point where he sees a therapist and maybe adjusts some meds or gets on meds like there's no shame in that yeah, yeah exactly. And also to add on that, every person and medication is different. So if you exactly. have tried meds and they didn't work, bro, just go back and tell your doctor, hey, these aren't working. Can I try something else? Or if it gives you a terrible side effect, just tell your doctor and be like, hey, can we try something else? And that goes for everybody. Like if you're having legit problems and you're trying medications, don't expect the first one to be like the best thing in the world because because yes. you have to play around with them. And then once you find that one that does it for you, then you will feel better. It just it just takes time. One hundred percent. I totally agree with that. Very well said. Yeah, it's you know there are bigger fish in the sea, and it seems like the world is falling apart right now. But there's light at the end of the tunnel. There will be somebody who will, who you can decorate with once more. Man, and... I mean, we, we just talked about this on ours, too, like our sh- episode, like our short one. Um, but, like, don't settle. Like, this feels like a thing where he just is kind of, like, comfortable and wants it to work out. Like, you deserve better. You deserve somebody that wants you, too. Yeah. I, yeah. I have known people who don't see their self-worth and or don't realize their self-worth and then they settle for people because they give them attention and yeah yeah and it's terrible because it's like i said you got you got to realize that you're worth something and you know there will be many people that will give you attention you got to find one that gives you attention for the right reasons yeah and that you want to give it back to yeah and not only that but like you don't really know yourself until like you're alone like amen i I mean like i I get the the want and the need to be around people and like you want somebody there you want to be able to share stuff with like the significant other or whatever but like you don't really truly know who you are until you're like you're by yourself for a while And, and 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 that's not a bad thing so don't think like you have to go and find somebody to be with right away like i i know it's hard but i can't stress enough take your time yeah and that goes for like people not even not only in just relationships so i mean like i'm gonna get on my soapbox a little bit but um when i was working uh a job about two years ago yeah when i was working for the resort i was working like 90 hours a week and i was working a job that i didn't particularly care for and you know i love the people that i work with but i was constantly around people and it between working a job that I didn't like and always being around people, it like brought out the worst qualities in me and like amplified them. And it wasn't until like I left there, I went through kind of some tough times and I like had to just really kind of be on my own and not like see a bunch of people. One, cause I didn't have the money to do it. And two, because I just was like not in a state of mind to, 
you know, go out and hang out with people. But like, it took me a little bit. And then finally, I just kind of figured out who I was, figured out what I wanted to be and like got back to my old self. And like, you know, again, not to toot my own horn, but like you, it's, it's comforting to find when people are like, Hey, you know, you're back to the person that we used to know. And it just kind of makes you realize, Hey, maybe I was in a toxic place and maybe, you know, the best thing for me was just to kind of be on my own. So it works even if you're not like just in a toxic relationship, it works even if you're just like, you need to spend some time on your own too. So, yeah, I, but I agree though. Like with what Timmy said, like you don't know who you are until you spend some time alone. Like it doesn't necessarily have to be a negative thing. Like, and I literally just touched on the same thing on our show too. Like being alone, it was so, it was one of my most favorite memories. <laughs> like it was my favorite time because I got to do everything that I wanted to do on my own terms and in my own time. And I truly just like got to know who I was as a person and what I really enjoyed without trying to make somebody else happy for the decisions that I was trying to make at that point. Mm-hmm. But yeah, I totally like, yes, I totally agree. You need that time sometimes just to figure out who the hell you are, just to know who you want to be in a relationship or just in general. Yep. Very good. So fucking crush this one. Yeah. Hey. We didn't even we didn't even talk about how it could be worse. Uh, I, I don't know. got abducted by aliens and then worse. your significant other didn't care. What's that? And your significant other didn't care. Yeah. Yeah. That's a good one. He so could have got anal probed. There you go. See? That's what I'm saying. That's what I'm saying. <laughs> it's like she didn't miss a beat. It's like she never left. <laughs> so, yeah, that's a good one. What do we What do we name that? Uh, uh, Joseph? Joseph? That guy? Yeah, Joseph. Yep. There you go, Joseph. Um, all right. I need... This one looks like a lady's name. Anne-Marie. Wow, fucking on it with that one, eh? <laughs> I don't know what's on my head. She's... <laughs> all right, I'm literally in my daughter's bedroom right now looking at a book that says Fancy Nancy. Like, why wouldn't I just choose Nancy? But let's go with Anne-Marie. <laughs> I like it. Okay, weird. Here we go. <laughs> Anne-Marie writes... Uh, so much bad luck with my car and finances this quarter. Not just this week, not just this month, but the entire freaking quarter. Okay. Uh, first, in August, I hop a curb trying to park, and when I come down, the momentum causes me to graze the car on my passenger side. Oh. I do the right thing and wait for the owner. The car I hit shows no visible damage, but he wants $800, so I give it to him after he signs what? an agreement, and then he tries weeks later to get two k for more damage. He doesn't succeed, but still, he got 800 for a tap. Then in October, my car gets backed into by someone uh, while I was donating items at an animal hospital. It's in a shopping center. Witnesses get the license plate, but both her and her insurance won't pay because she's denying hitting me. The damage cost me $475 plus tax. Basically, I get punished for doing the right thing and then kicked while down. How could this be worse? He could have got the 2K. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, ultimately, like, what it boils down to is this person, Anne-Marie, she was doing the right thing, and karma is a fucking bitch, and it's going to hit these other people, and she's actually going to get some really good karma in return. Yeah, karma forgot who she, like, who was hitting back, I think, for a little bit there. That's rough, yeah. but... <laughs> reverse karma. <laughs> yeah, reverse karma. That's the that's the biggest bitch of them nah, all. Nah, but, like, she's going to have some really good karma come her way when it matters. Like, that sucks, and it's a big blow, but... 
Yeah. I'm not like all up in my feels today because it's my son's birthday. So Aww. like um, yeah, yeah, happy I'm, birthday, Davis. Yeah, thank you. Well, yeah, today um, Thursday is. Well, right, right. Yeah. But all the same, like I'm feeling very like it's fine. You'll be fine. <laughs> yeah. So when you're listening to <laughs> this, you're already <laughs> late in wishing Davis a happy birthday. Yeah. So way to go. We hope you feel great about yourselves. <laughs> oh, <laughs> <no>. <laughs> um, yeah, Timmy. Um, I don't know. The dude could have been like a psychotic serial killer and like got his money and then, you know, <laughs> tracked you around and then lit your car on fire and then like, you know, just gave your life all kinds of shit and then murdered you. Damn. So, so you came into that super soft core and I did not expect <laughs> it to take that turn. <laughs> you sounded super disinterested and then you went way out of left field. <laughs> that was quite a wild ride there. Uh, yeah, I, I mean, mean, I mean, right? You know, he, he killed a serial killer, and he's like trying to pick his next target, and then bam, you hit his car. He's like, you know what? Fuck this Fuck bitch. Her. Or maybe he's the start of the serial killing. Yeah, it could be. Yeah, yeah. But I mean, in all reality, you could have done like more damage. You could have like popped your tire for hitting the curb. I've seen that happen. Um, <sighs> Your car could have got totaled by somebody that didn't have insurance. Oh, yep. Yeah. Yep. So those are definitely, it could have gone worse in those many different ways. But yeah, I guess be happy that you didn't end up having to pay the 2K. And you just move on. Keep putting out good in the world. Eventually it will come back around. Could have got T-boned by a train. That would have sucked. My head yes. went in the wrong direction there for a second. Oh, <laughs> so she said. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> oh, my God. All right. If well, Amber were here, she'd say, it's not that kind of podcast. <laughs> That's true. Well, I mean, this is this kind of is. So <laughs> this, this most definitely is. Um, yeah, so we're going to take that opportunity. We're going to take a quick break. Thank a few sponsors and promo some shows and some cool things and then we'll be right back so don't go anywhere hey guys this is b from arbitrary advice your one-stop shop for advice arbitrary and otherwise we talk about anything and everything from serious issues to internet challenges and life hacks have a question or topic you want covered i'm available through facebook twitter and instagram or email me at arbitraryadvicepodcast at gmail.com my mission is to help people through their challenges, no matter the size. New episodes every Sunday and available anywhere you listen to podcasts. And we're back. <laughs> Bang, guys. Uh, yeah, we're here with some more Could Be Worse with Nick, Timmy, and Lauren from Two Drunk Moms. Hi! And we're gonna gum. We're gonna. Ugh, that was. Yeah, bad. fuck that up. <laughs> we're gonna, uh, we're gum gonna it. gum it. <laughs> That's what she said. Uh, oh, in the nursing home. Oh, gross. Okay, we are. <laughs> we are going to jump into uh, our favorite little segment here. Pro tips. Uh, I got I, you know, I've been saying for 24 episodes that I'm gonna make a a little <laughs> intro song for a pro tip thing, and I never do it. But uh, yeah, pro tips, pro tips. Um, Lauren, do you have a pro tip for us this week? I do. Oh boy. I know. Um, cherish the the moments. I know. Normally, I'm like, I have 
nothing. Most of the time, our guests are just like, oh, shit. And we're like, okay, now we know you don't listen to our show. So no. It's busted. No, <laughs> <laughs> no my, my tip is just cherish all of the little moments because seriously, I'm not kidding. Like, my son turned seven today, which feels freaking weird that I have a seven-year-old. Like, it's so bizarre. But I've started going through pictures and just kind of, you know, looking through old stuff and thinking about like things that we've done and things that were when he was a baby and trying to remember what it was like holding him and like as a as an infant and just where he is now like I picked him up today and good lord the child's like 50 something pounds but yeah just you know that it it's so quick and it's not just with kids it's with anything just cherish the little moments because one day they become the big memories that you want to hold on to forever yeah that's a good one that's a good one yeah which just to add to that like it doesn't sound like that much like if you don't have kids it's like oh it's just seven like yeah but you it freaking flies by i mean it's it's crazy like my kid's two and a half and it literally feels like yesterday that he was born like i just had a two and a half year old i yeah seriously like it's insane so yeah yeah so so definitely like uh for those that don't have kids like i don't know i guess just kind of Try to think of a different scenario, you know, like think about when you're growing up and like doing whatever you love doing, whether it be video games or whatever. And uh, then like, you know, the next, fuck, I don't know how to explain it. Like, like when you have kids, it's so easy because it's just like you blink and everything's <laughs> over. But like when you don't have kids, it's like fuck. How do I explain this? So no, uh, I mean it's anything. It's like sitting around the table with your friends, you know, like having a good time, and then it's over, and you just kind of forget about it. But then whenever you're reminiscing about this stuff later on, it's like, man, we really had a good time that night, or whatever. Like it's it's the little moments. Like enjoy just being in people's company. Enjoy just doing the little simple things that make you happy. Yeah. Exactly. That's a good pro oh. tip. Thanks. That's Nicely a done. Pro tip. Beautiful. <laughs> and uh, Timmy, what, you you got a you got a separate one, or are you just gonna? Uh, you know what? I'm just, I'm I'm just gonna chime in on later. I'm just gonna take like a, <laughs> a pass on this for like I don't know five, ten, fifteen, twenty, an hour. I mean, just okay. throw it out there. Like, clean your lint traps. Right. Yeah, but I don't know. We've already used that one for sure. Dude, yeah, it is yeah, worth repeating. <laughs> that is true. <laughs> Oh, you know what? Okay, here's one. Here's one for you. Um, that I guess apparently most people don't know is uh, do not run a space heater on a uh, surge protector because the surge protector is not designed for that. You will overload the surge protector and start a fire. That's actually a really good one. Yeah. So uh, and uh, like, um, I told. I used to do that in my office. (laughs) Yeah, Yeah. It's definitely not good. All the offices, all the offices Lauren has burnt down in the past. Yeah. Right. <laughs> FBI's gonna be knocking on our door like, uh, hmm. They're here right now. How, how's that fair? Oh no, yeah. I have to go to bed soon, so do not come knocking on my door, FBI. Right. That's what I'm saying. If, if anybody ever comes for me, just do it when I'm awake, please. Yeah. yeah. Like, come on. But uh, yeah, so uh, yeah, if you're using a space heater, any type of you know like heater, always plug it into the wall because the wall uh, is designed for that and the surge protector is not and you will overload the surge protector and start a fire in your house i did not know that which which may be when you're asleep so another good point is make sure you have smoke detectors and if you don't go buy some and if you can't afford one go to the fire department they probably have a few they can give you yeah what did i what did i read i saw a meme that was like batteries die in remote have to change this right now 
Batteries die in smoke detector. How do I shut this damn thing off? Yeah, yeah. Why, oh, why yeah. won't this beeping stop? Change the battery. I'm just going to take the battery out. Yeah. Just put another one in it. Yeah. Oh, I'll do it tomorrow. Yeah, right. And your house burns down. Then I got to go you, back up there, right? though. It's so it's much like, work. It's, it's like, sir, didn't you have a smoke detector? Yeah. Where was it? Oh, in the uh-huh. drawer. <laughs> Does it not work there? Is it? I need the batteries for my vibrator. Right. I mean, something else. <laughs> oh, wow. It's not that kind of podcast. <laughs> Just kidding. It definitely is that kind of podcast. Uh, <laughs> all right. That's a good pro tip. That's a good pro tip. Um, mine. You ready for this? Mm. Uh, mine is that don't let work stress you out to the point that it becomes bad for your health. Today, we had... A higher up in our company um, was visiting, and he was taken out on a stretcher today. And he's the kind of person who's like just very, like, is gonna get on you for everything, and like you can just always tell he's like kind of grumpy and you know carries a lot of stress from work. And I have a feeling, you know, he had chest pains and had to be taken oh. out, and I had a feeling it was probably stress related. And then I got me thinking, and I'm like. God, how terrible it would be to, like, die in an office. Like, be terrible. Did you say he was taken out in a stretcher? Yeah. Holy shit. Yeah, it was an interesting day today. But, um, yeah, so it just got me thinking. I'm like, you know what? Stress from work, it's just not worth it. It's like, leave it at the door, go home, and live your life separately. work at work, man. Yep. And, like, again, like, I don't know all the situation, but it just got me thinking about it. So that's my pro tip is don't let what work if, stress you out if, to the point where What if his bad. wife's, like, cheating on him and they want a divorce and they have, like, six kids? How old is he? So um, it's not really about work. Well, no, it might it might not be about work. I, I mean, who knows? <laughs> yeah, but, yeah. It was he just could like, just really love the butter and have some blockage. Yeah, that's very true. That's very true. I could be it, too. Yeah. But uh, a real talk. Hope he gets better. Hope it sounded like he was okay at the hospital. But yeah, just got me thinking. I'm like, you know, it's just not worth it. Like, don't let the stress of work, you know, be unhealthy for you. Amen. And that's it. So, just kind of on that little bit of a more serious note, we received an email from a listener, and everybody has had a chance to kind of glance it over. It's it's pretty lengthy. Um, and it's actually really lengthy, but it's a really interesting email. And like, we have a lot of fun here, but this is more of a serious one. It's the reason, like, I really pushed to get Lauren uh, on the show. I wanted a female uh, voice for this particular email. And we're going to read it and we're going to talk about it and uh, go from there. But again, like, I want to take the opportunity to um, use this email and say, like not everything has to be like a funny problem. If you have stuff going on in your life and um, you feel like you want to write into us, I asked this person if they wanted us to share this uh, story, and they said yes. And you know we don't have to, but you can always write into us these, you know, anything that's going on in your life, and we will do our best to help you help you feel better about it. So, with that said, I need a lady's name, Wait, and you all. And you all know the lady's name <laughs> from the email, so we can't use that. But you said Lady Gaga. Yep. What did you? What Lady Gaga? Yeah. <laughs> you know her? Do you know her real name is Stephanie? 
Uh, no. I think it is. I might be wrong. <laughs> <laughs> You're just making shit up. <laughs> Laura. <laughs> You'll never know. I mean, if you go on Wikipedia and change it, you won't be wrong. Because <laughs> everything on Wikipedia is true. Exactly. Yeah. Exactly. All right. So we're going to jump into this. We'll make some comments along the way. But uh, here we go. All right. I got to take a deep breath. Drink of water. Holy shit. Wait. Let me get my wine. Okay. Here we go. All right. Wait. Let me do this line of oh. coke. Hold on. Wait. <laughs> <sighs> All right, I'm good. All right, we are prepared. Everybody, <laughs> listeners, have you have you prepared? Okay. <laughs> Greetings. I've been having what I felt like was the world's shittiest week. Then I came across this podcast. I listened and laughed, smiled for the first time in a week, and felt like I needed to contribute my story to make someone else's day better. Anyway, here it goes. My husband is a veteran with PTSD and has been diagnosed with paranoid schizophrenia. We've been married less than a year, and things have been great until recently. Getting to the point, my husband got angry with me last week, the night before his birthday, for asking him a simple question. Wait, what... recap. Recap. Already? Yep, already. Damn. Veteran, veteran, PTSD. And uh, with paranoid schizophrenia. Yep. I wonder when that diagnosis happened. Uh, yeah, I don't remember if it says it in here. But um, I'm going to guess. medicated for it? And if there is a formal diagnosis written down somewhere. Yeah, that's interesting. Interesting. Um, well, maybe we'll get a follow-up for it. But uh, I hope so. I really do hope so. I'd love to hear how this all ends up. But keep reading because it gets better. Uh, all or right. worse. So, uh, let's see. So getting to the point, my husband got angry with me last week, the night before his birthday, for asking him a simple question, what does marriage mean to you? So I left him alone for a while, then checked in on him about 30 minutes later. He didn't calm down and started yelling at me, saying really horrible things. So I started packing my bags, trying to leave because this is just too much to deal with. Second time, he freaked out because I asked a question he apparently didn't like. As I'm packing, he's yelling mean things, telling me I should disappear from his life forever, and throwing random stuff like picture frames into my bag, inevitably, inevitably making it harder for me to leave. So I tell him that it's not making me leave any sooner, and I'm generally, genuinely terrified at this moment. So I'm tossing the photos on the ground outside the master uh, bedroom or onto the bed. One of the frames, uh, one of the frames breaks. Oops! And allegedly, the other one hits him. I don't think it did. Either way, he decides at this time he's going to call the police and report domestic violence on me, even though he has abused me in the past. The nerve of this guy. So the state that I live in has rules that any time a domestic violence call is made, someone is arrested. So me, a person who has never been in trouble uh, before in my life, not even failed a test, gets arrested, handcuffed, thrown in the back of the cop car, and spent the night in jail. My luck, because I never called on him now, I was... Oh, my luck. Okay. (laughs) Yeah. <laughs> All right. Again, it's a long way, so we're going to kind of recap along the way. But, uh, yeah, so they... Veteran PTSD, schizophrenia, violent behaviors, supposedly got hit with the frame by the wife, and the wife not going to jail. Yeah. So he called the cops, and so she was, uh, she was arrested and put in jail. So my luck, because I never called on him, now I was going to jail. And, of course, I did not fit in there. So I get to jail, make my call to my dad, who lives on the legit other side of the country, and he answers. I'm like, score. Little did I know my dad answered because he was already awake. This was at, like, 1 a.m. my time, 4 a.m. my dad's time. Why is he awake, you might ask? Because my insane husband called my dad and said, I kid you not, and I quote, I sent your daughter to jail. She's crazy. You better do something about that girl. I'm the crazy one. 
for trying to leave my husband who clearly has some mental illness going on. Either way, my dad knows now and will let the rest of the family know. Mind you, I live on one side of the country, my divorced parents live on the other side of the country, and my one sibling lives 14 hours driving away from me. Now, I've never been to jail. I'm a scared little bitch, excuse my language, but it's true, trying not to laugh and cry about how insane it is that I'm in jail for not or for no apparent reason other than my mentally ill husband uh, word that I assaulted him. So I get into the holding cell around 2.30 a.m. Don't sleep at all and I'm woken up numerous times by random bullshit. At some point, I have no idea what time because there are no windows and I see no clocks. They tell me it's breakfast. I'm pissed, not trying to eat. Uh, hold on. I'm pissed, not trying to eat, but the person in the bed across from me tells me I need to get up even if I don't eat. So I do. And I don't eat and the other inmates are like vultures. Four other inmates asked for my breakfast once they saw I wasn't eating it, and this persisted for all three meals that I ate there. Anyway, finally, the time comes for my hearing or whatever. I don't know what the term, uh, what the terms. I've never experienced this before, and I'm totally being charged with assault and malice mischief for breaking the picture, my own fucking picture. Can you believe that? I'm on video call in front of the court and judge. The judge decides to let me out on PR, personal uh, reconnaissance, yeah, is that the right word? Uh, because I've never <laughs> been in trouble. Uh, with a no contact order, basically a restraining order, and a you can't call, text, email, write each other. Then the prosecutor says the victim would like to speak. Victim as in my abusive husband. This is what really gets me. My husband gets up in front of the judge and is like, I'd like to request that the no contact order be lifted so my wife and I can go to marriage counseling. Fucking marriage counseling. <laughs> <laughs> you put me in jail over a lie and you think marriage counseling will help mind you we went uh, to counseling when the issues started arising and he said this is bullshit i don't need to talk to another therapist so we stopped going okay Back wait recap sorry okay <laughs> <laughs> i know it's a lot of information they have been married for a year and a half Mm-hmm. okay man i need so much more information like how long did they date before they got married yeah, so we'll we'll come up uh, with a list of questions. We'll come up with a list of questions, and and uh, and hopefully we'll get a we'll get a follow so, up. But I wonder if the therapy or the like her trying to get them into some sort of counseling prior to all of this happening was before marriage or prior to, or I'm sorry, dur- during the marriage. Like, did they do this within the last year and a half? Yeah. So it just says when the issues started arising. So right. like that could be but beforehand. When did that happen? Yeah, good question. Good I need question. Details. <laughs> so, um, back to the Continue. story. So he basically <laughs> is lying to the judge, saying we've uh, been going to therapy to get the no contact order lifted. My public defender looks at me and mutes the audio and asks what I think. I look her dead in the eye and say, "This man is insane. I'm in jail on a lie. I want a divorce." I guess it wouldn't have mattered anyways because the judge didn't lift the order. But good news is, in just four short hours, I'm out of jail. Well, that's good. Um, real quickly, I'd like to take you back to my arrest. I'm packing my things, minding my business when someone grabs my shoulder. I'm freaking out, thinking my husband is about to punch me, so I scream and knock them off me. Wrong move. It was a lady cop, and now she's pissed because I'm resisting arrest. Let's just add in here that I didn't know she was in my house. She didn't say a word to me or introduce herself or say why she's here. I didn't know my husband even called the cops, so she immediately handcuffs me and yells at me to go outside. I'm like, it's 12.30 a.m. It's 25 degrees out. Can I get my coat or shoes? I'm in leggings and a long sleeve shirt. She's like, no, go outside to talk, as in handcuffed. 
So I start walking downstairs where I see another cop at the door that can't get in because our screen door automatically locks from the outside. When I start walking downstairs, the lady cop grabs me and throws me to the floor because I didn't follow her directions, but she just said to go downstairs. Now I'm pissed because it seems like this lady is messing with me or doesn't know what the F she is doing, and she's super pissed at me. Oops, I'd never been in trouble with the police before. Anyway, I eventually convinced the man cop to grab me shoes and my phone, and the phone part is funny. He's like, you don't need a phone. There are phones in jail. And I'm like, okay, when I get out, how am I supposed to call for a ride? He repeats, there are phones in jail. I'm like, Jesus Christ. Um, I'm like, great. I have no family or friends to call to come get me because I just moved here from across the country and I can't call a cab because I have no wallet because they wouldn't grab it to pay for a cab. So all I have when I get to jail is the clothes I'm wearing, no jacket, shoes, and a phone. Back to me getting out. So I'm released at 5.30 p.m., 30 degrees outside. I get my shit, go outside, only to find out that my husband canceled my cell phone service. So I have no way to get an Uber or get anywhere, and I can't go home because of the no contact order anyway. Lucky me, I made friends with an inmate that in some miracle managed to get released the same time as me. What are the freaking odds? She lets me use her phone, and I call uh, to find out that my dad is currently flying across the country to get me and has booked me a hotel for the night. With the no-contact order, I'm not allowed within a 1,000 feet of my house. So my mom and sister managed to order me an Uber take me to, the, uh, to take me to the hotel. Thank God, things are looking up. I get there, and I can't get in the room because, of course, I have no ID, credit card, or phone to call my family. Somehow, by the grace of God, my dad calls the front desk lady, scans uh, his ID and credit card, and I'm crying at the desk because I'm still in shock that this is even happening to me. She let me into his room. She was an angel. We're, we're getting there. Anybody need a recap? What was her yeah. name? <laughs> Lady Gaga. Yep. Lady Gaga, thank you. <laughs> <laughs> now I have a, a civil standby for those of you who aren't criminals. It, <laughs> Jesus. Oh, bless her. <laughs> it is when you have 15 minutes to go to the residence, escorted by the police, to grab everything you possibly can. So I meet up with the police to show them my papers. Now my dad is here and rented a car, and they call my husband to see if he's home so I can get my stuff. I have no keys to my house. Then the police come back, tell me he's gone, and that we can go in there and inform me that the insurance on my card has been canceled. Great. So this motherfucker, who is supposed to be my husband, love of my life, has now sent me to jail on a lie, turned off my only means of communication with anyone I know, and three, canceled my car insurance and made sure to tell the cops so if I tried to drive my own car in my name only that I pay for, that maybe I would get a ticket on top of my two charges in criminal court. Are you fucking kidding me? Whatever the cops are, oh, whatever, the cops are like, that was petty, uh, different cops, and tells me I can drive around the corner and get insurance and they won't ticket me. More angels in this shitty situation. So I get as much as I can, sadly, uh, need to say goodbye to our, but mostly my, dog, and hit the road to stay with my sister until my uh, arraignment. Now all over some ridiculous fit of anger over a question, I'm thousands of dollars in debt for a criminal defense attorney and a divorce lawyer because fuck this sociopath, and I had to resign from my government job. This man over nothing has ruined my life. Not sure if it adds up to other people's shit, but everyone keeps telling me it could be worse. So for those people that this is worse than what they're going through, I'm glad to have helped. I'm just hoping I can fight this and get it off my record and hopefully have a smooth divorce. At least I made it out alive. It could be worse. Thanks for reading. If you even made it this far, Lady Gaga. Soon to be not Lady Gaga, thank God. Because it says her last name. The married name. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, Soon to be just Stephanie. <laughs> right, if that's yeah. her actual name. 
Uh, so that was first uh, things first. This guy was trying to gaslight the fuck out of her, and she was not having it. So fucking good for her. Like I could not be more proud of this random stranger that I've never met in my life. But just the fact that like she recognized the fact that he was trying to put blame on her and everything else. And she stood her ground and was like, Nope, he's a sociopath. This was not my fault. This was all on him. You know, massive like hand clap emojis to her because most women in that situation, most anybody who feels vulnerable and is away from their family would at any point be like, Oh my God, I fucked up. Like it's my fault. Yeah. And I want to, I want to do this real quick, play a little bit of not devil's advocate. Um, I guess like to, I guess to like against the devil's advocate, because there are going to be the people out there who say, well, there's two sides to every story, but listen, like if, if he really, if let's say that this whole email is just a lie and it was her side, why would somebody cancel the phone service? He was like petty. cancel the insurance. If it wasn't just like crazy, like if, he really wasn't to blame for all of this. Like he said, he wouldn't have done that other stuff. Like that's, that's petty. And that just tells me that like, this is all true. And no, dude, yeah. it was part of his gaslighting. Like seriously, right. like he was trying to make her out to be the villain. So he, you know, goes to court. He says, let's go to counseling, whatever. And he expected her to bow down and be like, okay, let's fix it. Because that's what gaslighters do. They make it their victim's issue. They make their the people that they're hurting feel like they're the ones that are at fault for everything. And she finally was like, no, fuck it. Like, I don't know what happened before that. Like, obviously, there were some issues that came up. And she felt like they needed counseling, whatever. And he refused at that point. Whether it's a lie or not at that point, like, he was absolutely trying to get her to submit to him. Yeah. To admit some sort of fault in it and to come out as the fucking hero in the situation. Right, right. Yeah, it's... And I like at the end how she goes, I don't know if this adds up to other people's shit. Like, no, you're, it doesn't. Like, it's way, way beyond, like, most of the... 99.9% of the stories that we get on here. Man. Um, and that's why, but like, I is, wanted to... Yeah. She's super fortunate in the situation, though, that she had a family that was willing. Like, she's got a... a she's got divorced parents who are still working together to ultimately help her get into a better situation. Right, right. So, I mean, it, it, I mean, it could be worse, flew across honestly. the country to, yeah. And I mean, like, I as, as grim as it is, like she says at the end, at least I'm alive. Like, yeah, for real. I mean, at least you are alive because situations like that don't always end that way. You no, know? exactly. And clearly she has a decent head on her shoulders. Like, she's... The email sounded very reasonable, sound, sane. You know, we don't know what the facts are, actually. And I would, I'm not, this is not like a victim shaming or anything like that at all. It's just the fact that, like, like you had said before, like, just to play a bit of a devil's advocate, there are two sides to every story. All the same, this sounded very collected. And she seems to have a good, not necessarily a sense of humor, but just like an out, a good outlook on everything. Right, right. So. Yeah, it's, yeah, not playing. Like, oh, I applaud not playing the victim because it's very easy to do that. And, right. You know, yeah, like, you, you bitch about it and you, you know, in the email, like, yeah, it sucks. But in the end, I never got that feel like 
you want us to feel sorry for you. And that's, right. again, it's very easy to take that approach and be like, woe is me. And and honestly, nobody would blame you. So I guess kudos to you for, for taking charge and trying to look on the bright side and look forward instead of at the past. Dude, Timmy is super quiet. I feel like he's I know Timmy. I was just about to say that. <laughs> like, what is about to come out of his mouth? I can't even imagine. Okay, Timmy. Do we? You have the floor. Yep. Um. <laughs> well, I'm not. I, I I am gonna play the the devil's advocate or whatever and say uh, there always is two sides. Actually, there's three sides to the story. It's uh your side, their side, and then the truth because. Even if, like, you know, you remember something one way and they remember something the other way, the truth could be somewhere in between because when people get heated, when arguments happen, you know, some things don't actually happen and the other person swears it happened. You know, it's just it's just, it's just the way the brain works, unfortunately. <clears throat> but uh, let's just say that everything this person has said is completely true. Well, like, we'll just we'll just base it off that. Um, I do have a few questions, and I'm not going to call shenanigans per se, but uh such a such a light word for such a heavy topic yeah well like you know we're trying to take it serious i'm not trying to be too big of a dick but i i do have some issues with this uh like uh you didn't know the cops were in your house um i don't really believe that because i work around a lot of cops and they make their presence known they don't just walk in because they don't want to get shot in the fucking face you know, but if they like, had already talked to the husband and the husband met them outside or something like that and let them in the residence, would that yeah, not that's be a possibility? What I was yeah, no, which is cool. I'm, I'm about to I'm about to get there too. Don't worry. Okay. Um, <clears throat> so you know, like they're gonna be like, oh, hey, it's the police. And uh, so now going back to what you just said, yeah, they like they might have met him outside and he might have been like, oh yeah, here's the situation. And they're like, okay, even when they approach you, they're still gonna say you know, police department or make some type of verbal contact. They're not just going to walk up and grab your shoulder, but Hey, maybe you got a shitty cop. Maybe that did happen. Man, I've read so much and I'm not, this is not again, like I'm not trying to put it off on anybody else, but I've read so much lately about cops mismanaging situations. And while I absolutely respect their authority and respect the position that they put themselves in to protect us, on a daily basis, I 100% understand that that is not a normal situation for anybody. It happens. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, absolutely. So, uh, so yeah, I mean, m- maybe you did get a bad cop, but like you know, I'll, I'll give you that because there are bad cops out there. They're bad at everything out there. But anyway, I mean, not and necessarily that... even bad, just mismanaged. Yeah, that's fine. Yeah, I'll go with that. Um, but then my next point is, um, how long were you there? Uh, because most police responses take. A little bit of time um i don't know what six minutes on, on a good day for something like that so i don't well, know because, well because it sounded like it sounded like she was trying to pack up he was making it yeah uh, yeah i know i know much but, more know, difficult but, but but my point is if, if if you're trying to legitimately get out of, out of the situation how long are you really going to take to pack things yeah I don't know, mm-hmm. but she also at one point in the email said, my husband, who is supposed to be the love of my life, like if that's truly how you felt at any situation or at any point in this situation, would you just be like packing up and then piecing the fuck out? Like, do you not think that maybe there was some back and forth about, I can't believe you would do this to me or what's going on? Like, why can't you just answer? You know what I mean? Like, there's probably some banter for sure happening at this point. Yeah, you know? yeah, absolutely. But with all that said um you know obviously i'm i'm pretty pretty glad that you decided to uh nope the fuck out of there and get a divorce because uh there's a lot of stuff going on in that situation um so 
Yeah, I mean, I'm really glad nothing bad happened to you because, you know, domestic situations like that can escalate very quickly into something not not good. Yeah, so. absolutely. Yeah. Well, and, and to build a little off of Tim, what Timmy said, you know, again, you have to think that in that moment, you're probably seeing red. And even if you're not the one freaking out, you're still probably seeing red. And it's important to take a step back and, and really think about, okay, how did this really happen? Because, you know, again, when you're reliving it and you're, you know, you, it's easy to get skewed. But again, regardless of the minor details of that, like, again, it just assuming that, you know, the, the cancellation of the things is true, all that, like, though, that right there, again, if he was innocent, he's not going to go out of his way to go cancel your, your phone service in the middle of the night and go cancel. Like, that's just real petty shit that Well, that's exactly that, the yeah. point. Like, he truly, like, he was gaslighting her. He was trying to make her look like she was the one at fault because he truly had no intention of actually fixing anything. He just wanted her to submit Right. And when she refused to do so, then he started pulling out all the petty stops and canceled, you know, insurance and cell phone and everything else like that it, right there should be case in point for this. Right, right. So, yeah, like I said, this is a this is a little bit more of a serious, you know, like this is, you know, we're a comedy podcast, but this is definitely um, something that we still wanted to share because, you know, she's somebody that came forward and shared her story and we're very grateful for that um not a lot of people do but it doesn't mean it doesn't happen and um just know that you can always share your story with us or even if it's not with us you should share your story with somebody (laughs) um because sometimes you just need like somebody else i mean it it goes for a lot of things in life sometimes you just need an impartial um, person or some or not even impartial but somebody that's just looking out for your best interest to kind of tell you what you need to hear and um but yeah just kind of circling back thank you for writing this and if you needed to hear it like it's okay to leave if you feel like you are trapped or held hostage in any sort of relationship yeah for sure don't settle and don't stick around because of finances or situations or whatever there's always help out there so yeah, Look you up guys your really resources. did just touch on this yeah. in your episode. I mean, like, seriously, this feels <laughs> like deja vu. <laughs> yeah. Um, but, yeah. Anything else anybody wants to add on this? No, I mean, I just applaud her for speaking up, for standing up for herself, and for getting the fuck out of the situation. Right. Yeah. And like I said. It's getting, not easy. It's getting not out of easy. there before it ended up where you couldn't get out of it. Exactly. You know, don't don't let it get to that point. If you feel like you are trapped in something there is a way out and uh yeah don't be afraid to ask for help timmy anything to add to it <laughs> oh he's so quiet i know i don't know there's just a lot to that email that like i, I want to give the benefit of the doubt but that's just like i don't know i've seen stories like that you know yeah you're a realist and i get so, that so uh yeah but yeah, I mean, I'll, I'll kind of touch with you guys, and nobody deserves to be uh, treated badly in their relationship. So mm-hmm. if you are, you should uh, rethink your relationship. And that doesn't mean like pack up in the middle of the night, like run away, you know, uh, you know, like talk to your significant other and be like, hey, you know, maybe we should go talk to somebody or you know, like whatever the situation is, because um, 
I don't know. I feel like if most people love each other, you know, they'll they'll change and try to make things better. And uh, I don't know. Like uh, I've been in a relationship for like ten ten years, eleven years, and like we both changed a lot over the course of those years. You know, people do change. So uh, sometimes you just have to have a friendly reminder. Like my wife's like, "Hey, you're being a dickhead." And I'm like, "Oh, yeah, you're right. My bad." <laughs> so uh, you know, so, sometimes sometimes you just have to be like, "Hey, what's going on?" Or may maybe they're stressed about something that. They haven't talked to you about yet or, you know, insert whatever here. But uh, my ult my ultimate point here is relationships are hard. But if you both love each other, you know, you should both be treating each other the best you can. Amen. Yep. And I do just want to share because um, we wrote back and forth a couple times um, when I was asking if it was cool if we shared the story. And uh, yeah, she wrote, the show has helped me in the, uh, in the part. So now that something shitty happened to me, I wanted to pass it along. Um, it is good to share because I could have ended up dead. Maybe I'll inspire someone to leave an unhealthy relationship. One Sharing can hope. Scary. Yeah. So, you know, like I said, um, we appreciate you, Lady Gaga, for trying to uh, inspire people to leave toxicity. Is that the right word? Yeah. But uh, yeah, we we appreciate you. Thank you so much for listening and writing in. And again, we encourage anybody that's going through anything, feel free to write in. We don't have to share your story on the show, but we'll be happy to, you know, I responded to her like right away. Um, she goes, she's like, wow, did not expect such a quick, quick response. <laughs> so I always have my phone on me. I'm always checking the email. So please write into us. We'd be happy to help. I mean, that was a pretty hefty, like, yeah, like good for you, Nick, for, you know what? She probably needed that too. Just somebody to just reach out and be like, Hey man, are you okay? Are you sure this is okay? Like, you know what I mean? Just... Yeah. And if you're listening, which I hope you are, I mean, it sounds like you have found the show and are, are listening now, but, um, yeah, feel free, <laughs> please. We'd love to, you know, kind of keep tabs on it, see how you're doing and hopefully things get better for you. So I uh, need information. There's so <laughs> many details that I need. Uh, yeah. So also feel free to send details and follow up, but, yeah. With that, um, Timmy, do you want to end with your with your little piece before we tell before we let Lauren tell people where they can find her? <laughs> oh yeah, for sure. Uh, if you have any, you know, shitty thoughts, thoughts about hurting yourself, hurting anybody else, or just want somebody to talk to you, you can always text seven four one seven four one. And I totally text that number because I told you guys I would. And oh, uh, did you? It, yeah, and it does seem to be uh pretty like legit. So if you need to talk to somebody because you're going through a rough time, just hit them up. I'm uh, curious. What <clears> did you me. say? Uh, sh don't worry about it. Okay. So, uh, <laughs> that's fair. anyway, that's fair. <laughs> <laughs> it's private, bro. See if you would have shut up for another second, you figured this out. Anyway, uh, it, it is all private, and like, uh, they can't see your phone number, they can only see certain digits of it, and uh, everything is, you know, uh, private for as much as it's going to get. You, you don't even have to give them their, your name, or you can make up a name, or you can just give them, like, uh, what they can call you. So, they seem really well the person i talked to seemed really lax and uh they were definitely wanted to help out and uh they don't want to send you to the hospital or send you anywhere they want to get you help with that said though if you are saying you were gonna immediately hurt yourself or somebody else they are i'm pretty sure well i guess depending on the state required by law to notify law enforcement so that's just a heads up but uh they're not gonna uh, well it seems like they're not gonna call you know, law enforcement and be like, hey, you have to go pick this person up because X, Y, Z. So you don't have to worry about any type of crazy bills coming your way. Ultimately, so, they're not trying to put you in a worse situation. They're trying to help you. Exactly. And, yeah. uh, you know, and, and, and sometimes somebody, you just need somebody to talk to you. You just need somebody to be like, hey, can I just dump my problems on you? And they're going to be like, yeah, let's hear it. 
and you can just dump your problems. And uh, I don't really know if they give advice, so obviously don't go expecting some amazing advice miracle or like the winning lottery numbers. But you know, not like so, our advice, <laughs> right? I mean, but you know, I mean, I mean, sometimes it just helps just to, you know, just drop all your fucking drama or all your worries on somebody and even even though they don't say anything like they're there and it just it feels good to to tell somebody so uh yeah uh hopefully if anybody does need that hopefully it works out for you and if it does or even if it doesn't if you wouldn't mind to write in just let us know like hey i did that and it was fucking terrible or <laughs> hey i did that and it worked out really well thank you just 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 so that way like we know like hey this is working or hey yeah because uh, if it's, it's terrible we don't want to keep telling people to go there yeah <laughs> yeah, ex exactly, and that that that's my point there. Yeah. So, uh, but as always, like we we love you and we love everybody. Um, well, most people. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I mean, I can't I, mean, I can't say we love everybody because I mean you can't love a pedophile, right? Yeah. Oh God. I mean, you know what I'm saying? So I can't oh, say I love everybody. No. <laughs> so anyway, and uh, and and don't forget if you're feeling down and lonely and stuff, go adopt a dog. Seriously. The dog is awesome. It it it's it, it's so excited to see you when you get home. Um, you know, like you take it out on walks, and you meet people. You know, it just and if you, you just know, need a picture of a dog, I'll send you the video of my grandpa's dog. It's the cutest thing ever. Right, and uh, <laughs> you know, and like on that, it gets you out. It gets you outside to see people. It gets you outside to talk to people. Um, you know, it gets you exercising, moving. Gets you in the sunlight. Uh, like I could just keep going on, but my point is, if if you're really feeling bad and down, seriously, think about going to adopt a dog, or or just go to the animal shelter and just like take a dog for a walk. There you go. Cool just things. go play with the puppies. Right. <laughs> awesome. Well, Lauren, where can people find you? Yeah, we're two drunk moms podcast dot com. You can go there, and all of our social media links are on there. We're on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter. Or if you would like to send in some, I don't know, like maybe mom-ish related advice, <laughs> you can send your emails to twodrunkmomspodcast at gmail.com. And you can also get tickets to the live show in two weeks. Uh, yeah. They're almost sold out. So if you're in the Dallas-Fort Worth area um, yes. or if you want to just take a trip out, um, it's going to be a lot of fun. I'm going to be there. Uh, it's going to be a good time. I was at the last one and it was super, super fun. And I've thought about little else since I've come home uh, <laughs> than going back to Texas uh, and having some more fun. Um, Texas is amazing. Like I, I know you keep saying, you're like, oh, you should move here. I'm, that, I'm not joking when you say you make a very strong case for it. Cause I mean, don't say that on your podcast if your mother listens. She doesn't. So me. it's fine. Okay. <laughs> no. No, no, nobody, nobody else supports bros. Yeah. No. Oh. <laughs> Rude. No. Dude. Uh, <laughs> but yeah, no, it's a good time. Um but yeah, this will yeah, because it's what, two weeks away? I yeah. Yeah. I leave in two uh, I leave yeah, for you Texas in two, two weeks. weeks That's crazy. That's two no, weeks away from excited. the show, two weeks away from my new songs coming out. This is an exciting oh, time. Right. Exciting time. Shameless plug, yeah. Hell fuck. yeah. I don't care. You gotta you gotta sell out sometimes and you gotta yeah. sell out to make it <laughs> but uh yeah it's gonna be good times so yeah with that um thanks for listening we've seen a couple more uh, reviews on apple Podcasts. please go leave us a five-star review don't leave anything else or we'll be sad forever no. um <laughs> i mean why that, that just makes me angry like go away yeah we don't need that negativity 
We need yeah. our egos to swell. What do you think you this is? You don't know my life. Yeah. What do you think? You think I do this you. for the fun? No, I do this for my ego. Um, <laughs> but yeah, we love you guys. Thanks for writing in. As always, you can find us at itcouldbeworsepod.com or email us at itcouldbeworsepod uh, at gmail.com or you can visit Titancast Network and find us. You can find Lauren and Amber, uh, who we miss. Rip. Just kidding. She's just not here tonight. Not gone. Uh, <laughs> she's she's you know momming yeah yeah um so you can find us all there and a bunch of other really cool shows so titancastnetwork.com and you can enter to win some really cool stuff gotta add that because that contest is going to be over in a few days so yeah but that's it we love you all and we will see you next week bye 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 that was a titan cast episode